I think we figured out that it's episode four of season two. Yeah. I hope it is because I've said it's episode four now. So yeah, of, yeah. The, of the broken tech podcast, I think it's uh, needs to be rebranded. <laughs> as to be honest, it's, it's getting to the point where we it feels like when it, you know those cars you used to get when you start to handle and you have to power it up like that, and it's not like we've got really bad technology. It just doesn't work. <laughs> no, I am. Um, it just excuse doesn't. me. Like my problem is as well. So I don't really have like a dedicated workstation at home. I'm, you know, I'm running off my laptop, which is constantly being disconnected and connected and moved around and stuff. So anytime I have to do anything like this, yeah, I just have to test everything, and it takes ages. Like I spend time testing it before you log on, and then yeah. uh, I still have to test it again, and then it doesn't work. So Lou and I were just talking before the podcast started that with MacBooks uh, or Mac computers now, you can't record desktop audio so if i want to record the disc the discord call between me and lou i can i can record me but lou's sound doesn't come through so through obs i can't get lou's audio i've had to use third-party software to try and trick the laptop into make to splitting out the audio output to make it happen it still doesn't work properly <laughs> and yeah it's just causing me nothing but a headache this is crazy um, yeah the most basic thing i want to record the audio coming from the speakers yep. and you know i'd be better off like wiring it out and back through a speaker and putting a microphone in front of it or something like that it's just yeah it's ridiculous but i'm past it now we're yep. recording we're good to go we're good man. Um, we're good we're all right yeah we're about a week later than we wanted to be for this episode but you know life happens and stuff yeah um How's it going, Lou? What's going on? What you've been up to uh, since the last episode? Anything exciting in the in the life of Lou? I thought you were going to say the Lou verse then. Uh, yeah, no, he's... I'm using that from now on. The Lou verse, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, do you know what? It's, obviously, we'll talk about it later. The World Cup's obviously started and stuff, and it's a very weird kind of couple of weeks. But um, yeah, it, it's been it's been quite quiet on the front at the moment. Obviously, I'm still in the process of uh, moving jobs, which uh, yeah. in the next uh, couple of weeks I'll, I'll get sorted. Um, but it's all it's already kind of gearing up for Christmas. Now, you know, I can I yeah. probably guess that you roll your eyes at the next section, but you know, you know, I'm very much a Christmas person. Yeah. Um, you know, the lights are up, the tree is up, the music's been playing since like July the 1st. So... <laughs> You know where I stand on that, but in terms of uh, uh, in terms of things doing, no, it's it's been pretty quiet actually. Um, the, you've uh, you've had a haircut, I see. I have had a haircut. Yeah, <laughs> it was really. I, I don't want this podcast to be the most boring thing where I guide people through my haircut, right? <laughs> Please but, do it. But it was the most traumatic experience I've had in a very long time, right? Yeah. So this guy, um, I don't know. You obviously when you go to a hairdresser and stuff, they just want to talk to you. Which is fine, I like a good chat, but this guy would not shut up to the point where he was talking about his parking ticket, right, whilst cutting my wow. hair, and he was yeah. cutting my hair angrily, you know what I mean, like, so he was speaking about this parking ticket he had, yeah. and he yeah. was shaving the back of my hair, I'm going, oh, okay, there, oh, there goes part of my ear, oh well... <laughs> <laughs> just taking it out on your head. Yeah, he was really taking it out. And you know when they kind of sort of stretch your hair and go, this short? And you go, perfect. Right? No matter how they could do it, buzz cut for all they care. Right? We yeah, all, fine, we, carry we on. always go, okay. And it's the end as well. They show you the mirror and they go, is that all right? And you're like, it looks like an absolute travesty, but you're still going, yeah, fine, thanks, mate. Yeah, cheers. Um, so he's cutting my hair and he goes, that short. And I actually went, that is perfect. 
mm. but then proceeded <laughs> to cut his shoulder and show it. I'm going, yeah. oh no. Yeah. At one point, he had. Um, so we've all got our own certain styles when we go to the hairdressers, but it was at mm. one point that I thought he was going to cut it so short that my sides were going to be longer than the top of my head. <laughs> and that was a genuine worry. And I was sitting there going, yeah. right, I can't talk to him. I'm going to talk about happy things. <laughs> I'm going to talk about really good things because he was... He was I think this is the, the shortest I've seen your hair. It looks good, though, so don't worry. It does suit you. Thanks. Um, whenever I go to the hairdressers, I shit you not, it is the most... It, I know you say they talk, and they do. Mine aren't too bad. I generally have one of the same three people. Yeah. Um, but every time I go, and I've said this to all of them, I'm like, do you ever get anybody falling asleep in the chair? And they're just like, all the time. Mm. Because whenever I'm there, I I struggle to stay awake. Like, yeah. going to the hairdressers for me uh, is uh, one of the most relaxing, peaceful times of, you know, my daily life. And I think maybe you'll start to, start to discover that now, obviously, with the baby and stuff, and as yeah. life gets hectic, it's like an escape. And it's like, I mean, they're not cutting my hair angrily. It's quite, it's quite a, it was like a massage, you yeah. know, and I'm sat there like, you know, when you're watching TV late at night and you're struggling and you keep dropping off. That's how I feel when, whenever I go to the hairdressers. Uh, it could yeah. be nine o'clock in the morning and I'll, I'll start falling asleep. So um, I'm at that point with getting my hair cut now. Uh, I'm due a haircut, actually. That's why I'm wearing my hat today. Um, but yes, what's been going on? Birthdays. So obviously, uh, wife and child's birthdays this week, which are now done, which is why Christmas hasn't started for us yet, because Jess uh, refuses uh, for Christmas to start until the birthdays are out of the way. So we've bought like a wreath and stuff like that, okay. and that's ready to go on the door, but it probably won't go up till Monday um, or tomorrow, you know, Tuesday. When it, 1st of December, I think, so in the next few days. Yeah. Uh, we will get a tree, got some lights. Um but more importantly, something I wanted to talk to you about, a question I had for you is, okay. uh, do you own a video doorbell? I do, yes. You do? Yes. So uh, I'm excited because I, you're obviously the expert. Okay. I have joined the video doorbell revolution. Yeah. And I tell you what, my life has never been, you know, yep. <laughs> it's never felt more complete. So um, Black Friday was re- was obviously, it's happening or it's been going on all the sales are on i don't usually ever take advantage of stuff in black friday um but this year uh obviously we've moved house you know we're in our own house now we've been thinking about getting some security and stuff we thought okay why don't we start with a video doorbell and there was a great uh black friday deal with like an echo show and a ring doorbell yeah and yeah i've got it installed and i just can't stop looking at it i know, I know. you see some sights um, yeah yeah and I, I i'm now obsessed like you know i'm getting cameras i'm getting camera for the back garden as well and so the echo show is going to go in the kids room and then uh, my mum actually in the black friday deals uh she saw our echo show and she saw it was like the small one yeah she's like oh i've got i've bought you a big one so as like a, just a gift she's bought me like the bigger version and they come with cameras on them as well so we're gonna have one in the living room one upstairs camera outside so i'm kitting out my house and i'm gonna become like a fully smart home at the moment, we have one smart light bulb, which I'm using in here. I'm buying a couple more of them. I'm going to connect them to my Alexa. But I'm so excited about this. You know, yeah. everything is... My my house feels like it's joining the future. But, yeah. um, you know, were you as excited with your ring doorbell? Oh, or might just be like you wouldn't believe <laughs> it. So, obviously, the, the main reason we got it, we unfortunately had an incident where someone basically broke into my car. This is the reason oh why, we, why we bought it. Um, but as for the light bulbs, our whole house is light bulb. The only thing that isn't is the bathroom. 
That's the only room that doesn't have some sort of. Um, You've got smart bulbs all around yeah, your house. All around the house. Oh, awesome! All yeah, around yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as the doorbell, I have seen some amazing things, and I've funny enough, I've been trying to get this particular footage so I can prove to people that it exists. Yeah. Um, so obviously, it detects motion, so you can live view it, but also it has the ability to. Um, detect anything that may be walking by and sometimes yeah. you have to turn the sensitivity down because it'll catch things like cats and foxes and stuff like that and uh, I remember Jess being in work this happened about a year ago, Jess being in work I woke up and she texts me saying look at the the ring doorbell at 4.30 this morning and I was like what am I going to see, am I going to see someone oh uh, drunk, am I going to, and I kid you not, I kid you not, it, it is so exciting I'm going to say it, I shit you not, right? <laughs> As you, as I am looking at you now, a horse was at our front door. <laughs> what? I kid you not, and it was looking into the camera. <laughs> it was looking into the camera and eating grass outside our house, directly outside. You couldn't. It was so close to the camera, you couldn't see the back of the body. It was like in the camera. I am. I, I am trying my best to find this footage because it was a long long time ago um yeah. but the some of the things i've seen on our ring camera are outstanding i've seen people like you know when we talk to uh rob from how haunted there's one clip yeah. i wanted to send him because there's a woman just in the middle of our street and she we know who she is and she's you know she's okay and she's sent, but she was just sort of like circling on the spot walking around in a circle and then going oh home dear. it was like whoa okay yeah. um but yeah the horse one was just outstanding i wish i it pains me to say that i didn't keep that clip it really yeah. does because it is it was one of those you just go that's a horse <laughs> where, where did it even where did come, it come from, from? <laughs> we live in a city <laughs> that is insane honestly um, it, well it's crazy I mean, we live in a cul-de-sac, so if a horse comes down here, like it's very lost. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. Like, I love the, you know, just the quality of it. Like, I'm really impressed with yeah. the quality. And you know, you think. And I was talking to my father-in-law about the home CCTV. Yeah. And the fact is, like, it's so easy now to hook up home. You know, you think back in the day, you had to wire everything in and yeah. stuff like that. Now you just stick it on the wall, and it uses the internet. And yeah. it's like, you know. And people, are, you know, worry about, well, you know, it's streaming all your stuff through the internet. Who's spying on you? I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Like, it's, there's yeah. no one's going to see anything dodgy going on in my house. So, um, but yeah, I'm so I'm fully on board with getting all the cameras. And that's been my my thing of the last few days. Um, but yeah, like you say, getting excited for Christmas and that. Um, what else? Uh, right. Yes. Important business. Yeah. Patreon. We launched a Patreon, Lou. So it was weird. When we recorded the previous episode, we sort of were toying with when we were going to launch it and when stuff was coming out, but we decided with the Halloween special we were going to launch it. Yeah. Um, why did we do that? Why did we do that? Because <laughs> we had a Halloween episode <laughs> and to go out. Is that right? Am I on the right track? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's no particular reason other than why not. I mean, you know... <laughs> It's funny because I, uh, you know, unlike you, I do a few different content things, obviously with First Aid Spray and yep, stuff like yep. this. And Two Carrots is like, you know, my nice little fun niche thing I do with, you know, the modest listen, most modest listenership of the lot. And I'm like, yeah, let's launch a Patreon yeah, for yeah. it. Um, but 
yeah for those who are wondering it was just because we have loads of ideas for the podcast and some that felt would be maybe out of place with the main show yeah so it was like right if we launch a patreon it'll give us a reason to kind of do more and get it out there so that's the idea behind it um and yeah it's going to allow us allow the podcast just kind of grow and do other things because you know we think we both find value in in this podcast as opposed to you know when i'm just talking about resident evil or something like that this is um yeah a bit more varied yeah and what what you don't get to see as well is um one of the best features of patreon for me and this is you know if i was a a listener i would just buy it for this purpose alone even without the 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 stuff that we've got lined up and the stuff that's already on there is the ability to watch us in video um so you guys don't get to see us in video apart from small clips and i bet you any money those those small clips that you might see on twitter which are usually the funniest ones. Imagine seeing that for a whole hour. So you get us, see us getting annoyed with things and yeah. hit punch on our computers as we're speaking. You know, the, yeah. it. I think it gives a, a very, very different dynamic when you're watching someone as opposed to just listening. Now, don't get me wrong, listen, it, it is a podcast, but uh, that, that ability to kind of watch our reactions as well to certain things. And uh, I have this terrible, terrible ability where you'll be talking and... I am listening to you and I'm nodding and I'm nodding in agreement with you. And I'm like, nobody is hearing me nodding. <laughs> and <laughs> and finally, who doesn't want to see our collector's corner? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the best. I wouldn't say it's the best way to experience the podcast, but it probably is. I think you're right. You're like, it's weird, isn't it? How we've got used in the modern world now to just watching talking heads. Yeah. I think, you know, the pandemic kind of exacerbated this where it's, it, it's so weird because so there was a couple of gaming things I would watch during the pandemic that was just like this mm-hmm. people on the Skype the Zoom call yeah. the Discord call yeah, yeah. and then when things eased off they went back into their studios and stuff and I was like I don't like this this no. is crap like it's I want I don't need all this other stuff and multiple camera cuts and things it was too much I just wanted the people talking so yeah, you can come and watch the video versions of the podcast. Um, you can see our faces and reactions. You get to see Collector's Corner in visual video form. Um, bonus episodes are coming. Uh, review things. We put the Kenobi Watch Along on there as well, which we want to do more of those. Uh, we do have our first subscriber as well. So a big shout out to Walk Different, who is our very first uh, Patreon subscriber. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Um, I'm thinking there's probably some way we've got to reward them for being the number one, the first Patreon subscriber. So I'll have a think about that. But yeah, yes, please do come to uh, patreon.com forward slash two carrots. I don't think there's a pod, but it's on the Twitter account. So come and have a look. Um, yeah. Anything else on the Patreon? Luke, no, I think me, I think it's on. really good. And obviously um, it's allowing us to, to try different things as well. Um I won't reveal too much because it is a, a bit of a Patreon exclusive that we've both played a certain game that many people yeah. would not have played that we're going to give our opinions on. Um, I've completed it. Uh, you've completed it, I believe. Um, yeah. You, you judge me by the way you completed it, but we'll we'll talk about that at another time. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We... Um, it's some a lot of stuff on the horizon. Yeah, and that is a game review episode coming up. That's coming up very very soon. Um, excuse me getting a bit stuffy again it's that time of year um yeah so yeah please come and support on patreon uh it's super super cheap and yeah it's there's a cost of living crisis so uh we could do with the money anyway 
<laughs> Moving on. Um, right, yeah, you did kind of touch on it. World Cup. So, um, headlocks and volleys is our sports section, which I'm trying to brand. Don't screw your face up at me like that. I know it's working, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the World Cup is happening. Um, we are not going to sit here and dissect all the games and everything, um, but I think it would be... Uh, weird to not talk about the World Cup yeah. at the moment. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts on the World Cup. Yeah, I know too. you've got a lot of thoughts on the World Cup, but I suppose you know where should we start here? Um, this well, is uh, the way I've kind of broken so, it down, and this might be a good place to start. Is yeah. separating the World Cup as an event and the World yeah. Cup as a venue, um, because okay, yeah, we yeah. we can see what we're gonna what line we're gonna go down there, and I think. If this World Cup was in anywhere other country, how would we view this World Cup? Um, and how would we see it, whether it's the the time of year that the World Cup is, the yeah. the, the teams in said World Cup this year, um, and, and, and just go from there, really. I think that's a good way to kind of... You have to separate the two. It's hard, <laughs> but it, it, it's important to separate the two. Okay, so I mean, as an event, then the World Cup as an event. Um, how are you feeling going into the World Cup? I mean, it's going to be difficult to separate these two. I see what you're saying, but it is difficult just because of what's of what this World Cup is, yeah. um, and we're going to talk about that. But yeah, it's World Cup season. I'm just going to quickly start. I've never felt less excited about a World Cup in my entire life. My um, my my first you? my first sentence was: This is the worst World Cup for promos ever yeah yeah i completely agree i can't there's been hardly any marketing for it here no toys no toys no nothing branded nothing no and you know why is that i mean i think we all know why that is (laughs) to be honest it's because it's in an extremely uh questionable and corrupt country with a really bad human rights record um and you know we're not here to virtue signal or anything like that. It's but this cannot be ignored. And you know going into this World Cup as an event, you know we talked about football uh, a fair bit on this podcast and uh, how you know I in various ways are falling out of love with top flight football. This is just another example of that. I mean you know this has come around quite quickly. I remember when it was announced it was going to be here, and there's been lots of talk that it may have been changed, and then it never did. Here we are. So I was very unexcited and then it was very easy to forget that it was even on because yeah. you know I was just thinking about even you know the most play, the, the main place I will see advertising these days is YouTube because that's what I watch more than anything. I don't think there's any World Cup advertising on YouTube. I don't no. think there's any. No. I think I might have seen the David Beckham thing um yeah. you know which which wasn't even an advert for the World Cup. That's for something he was doing out yeah. there. So and that was, you know, like over the last month, but specifically leading into the World Cup, yeah, no promotional material, like say, no merchandise, mm-hmm. no soft toys that you can buy, and no stuff World like Cup that. song. That's no World Cup song. So you say that. I remember you mentioned that the other day. My friend sent me a link to. Uh, I think Badil and Skinner did do a new a version, Christmas, which yeah. which has been ignored because it's terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it is. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, it's felt very unhyped as an event, uh, wouldn't you say? It's almost like, now, we I know we will talk about the, the country and stuff, but it's almost like FIFA have gone, 
oh no, we shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Let's pretend yeah. it's not happening. <laughs> Let it take place. And then halfway through, people go in, oh, it's the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, I'm really yeah. angry about the World Cup and let it just flow through. Unfortunately for them, people picked up on things at the very start, um, yeah. which I know we'll go into. But, you know, this is Wales's first World Cup tournament in 64 years, da 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 da, all this stuff. Um, now, personally for me, I forgot, don't forget now how much I, I you know, I've been watching Wales have missed a game since I was. Eight or something crazy yeah. like that. I didn't even know what day Wales were playing. Yeah, I had to be told what are we doing tomorrow, and it's like, oh, it's tomorrow, is it? I missed the first game, the Qatar game. Um, I yeah, that opening ser- that no, there wasn't even an opening. They didn't show it, did no, they? they? They didn't, didn't show, show it. The- yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, like you say, not even knowing when the game's on, I think lots of people forgot when it's on, but. it's that's not by accident. You know, yeah. it's not like you're the only person that forgot. It's because of a huge lack of promotion, promotion. for it. And <laughs> as someone who was really who was so excited for and I think I've said this to um in when we've talked on Discord and stuff and I've said that I'm excited. I was more excited when we got to the World Cup than us actually competing in it. Yeah. And I know, I know as much as I lie to myself, I know that if Wales qualify which it won't if Wales qualify for the next World Cup, I'll be sitting there going, oh, this count- This World Cup actually counts because the previous one was a bit crap, wasn't it? You know, <laughs> having it in November <laughs> through December is absolutely abysmal. And ha- like, yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this sentence, but human rights aside, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Human rights yeah. aside, <laughs> why on earth... That's the title of this episode, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> why on earth... Is a country getting a World Cup when they have no football stadiums? Yeah. How has that happened? I just I can't get into my thick skull how well we know why. Money. Why? Did you know? And like the sadder I am, I've got my, my stats here in my little notebook. Yeah, go for it. Right? Yeah. Prior to this World Cup, the most money ever spent on a World Cup was two point one billion pounds. And that was Russia. In 2018, mm-hmm. this World Cup is currently costing Qatar 230 billion pounds. Like, how? How is that? Because they've had to build new infrastructure, the employees. Yeah. They've had to build new hotels and venues Cover and up restaurants. Loads of deaths. <laughs> like, it's. I really what you know the the people in Qatar probably you know there are quite a lot of people. It, there's a major split, isn't there? Which we will go down where there's a lot of rich people and a lot of poor people, mm-hmm. um, and I think that dynamic is going to stretch even more now. So it's uh, yeah, it's it is what it is, and the fact that it's in November loses a bit of its feel. You know, yeah. whilst we can see them playing in nice hot weather, we're stuck inside here and the rain hit us. It doesn't. It does not work. I'm sorry, it no. just doesn't work. Um, you know, I've I've watched World Cups for many many years, and it it simply doesn't work. And it should it, never it should never happen again. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's uh, felt like I mean the first England game felt like I was watching a training match to be honest. And uh, you know, and uh, there's uh, this the the stadiums haven't exactly been the games haven't been bustling. And no. I have you know I've watched very very little. I have to be honest with you, like yeah. because. Either I haven't had the time or I just don't care enough. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, what you were saying there about um, 
them spending so much money um and you know what kickback are they going to get from this i think it's going to be a huge backfire and it kind of what it reminds me of weirdly is right so the town i live in weymouth uh, was a host town for the Olympic sailing in uh, in, tw- in the 2012 Olympics. So mm-hmm. we obviously had London 2012, but they can't do sailing in London. So the sailing happened here in mm-hmm. my town. Um, and it was a huge deal. I mean, it's like in my lifetime, is like the biggest thing that ever happened to our town. And then something happened where loads of businesses shut down because business rates changed. And I think you know the government and in working with the local councils thought because the olympics were coming here that people like gucci and ferrari and stuff were going to come and open shops and yeah. stuff here for the olympics and it never happened and since 2012 this t- the town here has become more run down and run down and run down everything is shut and it's i know this is the case with lots of places as well but you know my town is is considered like one of the best holiday destinations in the UK outside of like Cornwall agree, uh, in yeah. terms of beach we our beach often like ranks in like the top top beaches in Europe yeah. even like we're quite spoiled so a lot of people come in and we're very much a tourist town and we rely on the tourism but everything has suffered since 2012 because they thought we're hosting this event it's going to be a big financial boost for us let's let's cut out all the all the poor people and stuff and because all the big brands and big posh people have come and come and spend their money here and it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. And now my town is like really impoverished. Um, and yeah, and I wonder, you know, Qatar, this is not going to run out of money, but you said they're spending all this money. And when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how this has benefited that benefited them in any way whatsoever. What's going to happen to these stadiums? Are they going to invest in football okay. teams here? What are they going to do? Because, you know, there's, there, there was a little bit of an edge when uh, the Olympic Stadium in London uh, yeah. was opened. And then when the Olympics went, they said, what are we going to do? Now, fortunately, West Ham stepped in and was like, right, we'll rent the stadium. But other than that, if they would... And there's so many, there's so historically seen so many, I think it's Brazil, please, I, I might be wrong, and there's a famous picture of an Olympics uh, stadium <clears throat> in Brazil, and it's just waste, it's just wasted away, you yeah. know, there's, and the, I think there's four, maybe five stadiums in Qatar that they've built for this World Cup, what is going to happen? Is they Are they going to invest in the football team? Are they going to invest in, like, I don't know what they're going to do, and part of me thinks... They're not going to do anything. They're just going to let it, no. uh, for one of a better team, die quietly. You know, and, yeah. and I think that, which is a, a nice segue into <clears throat> the fact that it is in Qatar. We know the history, and I'm not going to bleat on about it because people know everything that's going on there. Um, my my only thing that I will say against Qatar that hasn't been said already is the the moving of the goalposts um a lot a lot of people are upset like they stop serving uh, alcohol within the stadium at the very last second yeah. now for me if they said at football matches in wales right the very last second uh, you know they're gonna stop alcohol i think a lot of fans in watching wales will go all right okay here we go it's the moving of the goalposts that was that was what worried me the most was because right they did this at the last minute. What else are they going to change? What else yeah. is going to what else is it going to change at the very last second where FIFA will will just change their mind? And I think that it's important that this happens in every World Cup now. Now 
the next World Cup after this is the USA. Now, are we going to get the same level of coverage of things in the USA that's not going so well? Are we going to point out the, you know, the institutional racism that goes on in the yeah. US? You know, the 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 mass gun shootings, the 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 Black Lives uh, Matter movement. Are they? And I'm not going to use the term virtue signal because it really mm-hmm. makes me. Ugh, it makes me. Gross. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, but if we're going to bring this about Qatar, we have got to, got to do this in every World Cup. Now we have. If we, yeah. if we set the sights right, we're going to beat Qatar with this stick, and rightly so. And beating the Qatar with this, stick, it's important that we do it in every World Cup. We bring out the good side of Qatar, which there has been good side. You know, I've I've, I've known a couple of friends that have gone there. And they said what we are seeing in the media here in this country is very different to what's actually happening out there. And it's, you know, they people are lovely to them. They can get alcohol, whatever they want. They can do this, whatever. However, it's the underbelly that we yeah. don't see. Look at the Brazil World Cup. The underbelly there of, of you know, underpaid workers essentially dying building stadiums. We need to do this at every single World Cup. There needs to be a focus on FIFA to go in before any World Cup and go, right, how are you building that stadium? Not go, right, you need these stadiums built by in four years. No, yeah. how are you building them? Who are you employing? How much are you paying? It, it cannot be we beat the stick at Qatar and just move on. Because it's so easy, I don't want a better term again, it's so easy to beat these Middle Eastern countries because they're different values to us. Yeah. But it's important that we do it in the Western world as well. We need to beat ourselves with that, that, that brush. Yes, very well said. Um, yeah, there's not much else I can say, really. Um, I think I... Uh... I'm not one of these people that's... I'm not judging anyone for watching the World Cup. I'm not actively boycotting the World Cup yeah. myself. Like I say, I'm seeing it. But, you know, I, I'm not um, naive, you know, and I try to be, um, uh, you know, self-aware of all that stuff like you've just mentioned. And, and yeah, and I think it's... I mean, you say going forward, I just don't know with FIFA, you mm. know, <laughs> with the state that it's in. Yeah. It's like, I can't say I'm confident in, in you know, due diligence being done and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it going to break away? Is it, we, We've had teases of things breaking yeah, away, you I know, agree. the leagues and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know, it's very all sort of transitional well, at the moment. You look and, at the original, and I've got this in front of me now. I haven't got the exact number, which really annoys me, but I did read, I'm going to say what I read... And then you can yeah. do the research then. So when you pick the World Cup, there's a 22-man panel, okay, to decide where the World Cup's going to be. And the year that Qatar got the World Cup was also the year that Russia was elected as the World Cup holders as well. Um, which how that was never well, it was criminally investigated later on, but Qatar and Russia winning a World Cup just okay. Uh, so England and USA were expected to be the favourites to host the World Cups of the 22-man panel. Uh, and this is the number I've read, so you might want to fact-check it. 11 of those people, of the 22 men, are banned from dealing in sport. Whether it be the Olympics, football, <laughs> they are banned from any contact in sport. You know, I could give a list. You've got uh, Michel Platini, you've got um, Seth Blatter, you've got Vitaly Mutko, you've got uh, Franz Beckenbauer. 
You know, the, the legend that is. Yeah, yeah. You've got Mohammed yeah. bin Aham. You know, these people were all on the panel to pick the country. And over, and well, I, I expect over half of them to, they have no ability to get involved in sport again because of their criminal investigations behind them. And yeah, I think it got to a point where they awarded Qatar the World Cup. This investigation was done and they went, we can't afford to give it to another country. We have yeah, to just go yeah. through with it. Because I've always known, because I, I watch international football more than club football, if I'm honest. And I've always had in my head that you always prepare 10 years in advance. So like if you're in 2008, I think that was a World Cup. No, 2010, 2020's already been drawn. So you knew where it was. I got the years wrong. But anyway, um, did you know the next World Cup is in the US, but the 2030 World Cup has yet to be drawn? Oh, wow. Okay. So there's something under yeah. underlying there where they're trying to clean things up. And I use that in the loosest term possible. But yeah. it is just how it's not been invested. And, you know, Denmark have teased it that they're thinking about leaving FIFA. And do you know why? I, th- I think it's a good thing because they, they're basically corrupt, aren't they? Um, yeah. No, they are. But, yeah, that's um, that's my rant on it. I just think that uh, it my issue is, isn't is with the country itself. It's the, the silencing of people. So, you know, when people have taken stands on the armbands, the drinking, yeah. the hands over the mouth that the German team did. It's not those symbols. It's the fact that they are being silenced, and that's what's concerning. And my last, 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 last one is it's absolute, and you know I very rarely swear in this podcast, it's absolute bullshit that sport isn't political. Sport has always been political. You go back to the, you know, early 1950s, the Liverpool teams, the Manchester United teams that fought for the the, the rights. Sheffield Wednesday, you know, they had to yeah. move their, their team to play on a Wednesday because the, the, the hierarchy at the time refused to let them. You know, yeah. sport has always been political from the start of when sport happened to the to the current day. I do not buy into this nonsense that sport isn't political. It always has been. It is always somehow linked in with each other. And how it doesn't, when people say sport isn't political, yet the people who were hired by FIFA <laughs> have been involved in sport before. Yeah. I think when when people say that, you know, and whenever they the same for music and films and yeah. stuff like that, the only time people say that is when the politics being talked about or discussed or doesn't line up with their view, and so they that's yeah. their go to kind of you know keep politics out of my my movies or something yeah. like. It's just like are you, yeah, yeah, okay. But that that's uh, my rant. That's my rant. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it fair. can go on I, forever. I knew, I knew you'd have plenty to say on it. Um, well, let's think about moving on. Um, obviously, good luck to Wales. Uh, they've got a mountain to climb, but <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> not over yet. No, so this this gives you this scenario. So I imagine this episode will be out uh, just before Wales play uh, England on Tuesday, Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. So the scenario of Wales going through uh, are if we beat England by more than four goals. Four, four yeah, yeah. Four goals. Or we, if we beat England by any score and hope that Iran and USA draw, it ain't yeah. going to happen. It ain't yeah, going to yeah. happen. You know, it, 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 it's done. It's done. Uh, but part of me isn't as disappointed that as I thought. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've, you've summed it up perfectly. And this should be also be a title of the podcast if you want to consider. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. I want yeah. to care. I just don't. 
Yeah, I said to you when I texted you, I was like, don't worry, nobody really wants to win this World Cup. So, you no. know, it's fine. I know. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of uh, uh, of the COVID league. Uh, does, does anyone really want to want to, want to win the pandemic? The league when all the games are behind closed, closed doors. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Celebrate it if you want, but OK. Um, <laughs> right, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to Ask 3. So it's the main section of our podcast uh, where we ask each other questions find out a bit more about each other's lives our thoughts and feelings and all that lovely stuff um this episode is my turn to ask questions to lou yeah so i'm gonna start lou are you ready question number one uh now so yes just a reminder a reminder to people we used to not run these questions by each other but we do now just to avoid long pauses and and allow for some better prep time and some decent anecdotes so um well there's no no guarantee that the anecdotes are decent i'll just say but anyway yeah we they are pre pre pre-approved um question number one for ask three lou tell me what is your favorite supermarket and why (laughs) (laughs) i love how we've gone from human rights and qatar to oh what supermarket do you like going to when i read this right i was gonna reply to you and maybe cannot use this question like we cannot use it like that is like the the worst question i think we've had but but i'm thinking about it it is the most british thing i thought question two was going to be what's the weather like with you you know so i thought do you know what it's actually a good question because um with the cost of living that we have going on now, I think mm-hmm. this is very actually quite apt, really. Um, yeah. So we that, live... That's, that is honestly... Sorry, that's kind of like my theme of all three of these questions, and people will see that as they come along. Yeah. You know, you've mentioned cost of living again. That is the sort of theme of the, these questions here. <laughs> yeah. And I think that my my favourite supermarket, I'd probably say, is the one that's nearest to us, which is a, which is, which is a Tesco. But... Morrison's is just different class, you know. Um, it <laughs> is, is that? it is, you know, your Spain, your Argentina, your Brazil, the World Cup. They, they, it is. You go in there. The biggest problem is it's like double the price for anything you buy, um, <laughs> anything you buy. But it is the top tier um, for me. But number one has to be has to be just because of the summer. Marks and Spencers and their barbecue range. Oh my God! Right, I don't care whether you shop at, you know, there are other supermarkets available. <laughs> I don't know if you shop at Tesco, Morrison's, Asda's, Aldi, Little. You will not find a better barbecue mix than Marks and Spencers. And the only reason that I know this is during lockdown. There's a Marks and Spencers near us that we've never been into in our lives, but it was the only thing that we could go that wasn't a queue to get in. And we picked up some some barbecue food, and yeah. we have never shopped anywhere else for barbecue food. They they yeah. hot dog stuff. Oh my god, they, it is world class, right? Yeah. I implore, like my mouth is watering thinking about it. It is just top tier. So yeah, uh, three answers really. Tesco near us, yeah. Morrison's just because it is like an elite tier of food. When you eat Morrison food, you can tell someone has made it. As opposed to a machine going blah 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 doing that, but for me, M um, and S for the barbecue food alone, just world class, 
absolutely world class. Upper, upper class bastard. I, know, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> have listed three more upper class things, really, could I? <laughs> I know. Right. What I will say. So obviously, so we don't shop at M and S, but like, you're right. The stuff from M and S is better. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to go. When I lived in Bristol, the closest M&S to us was in the town centre. There wasn't even one sort of near. Yeah. And I would not... If, if I ever fancied a treat, I would go to M&S. Like, I, this might disgust people, but I, I love coleslaw, and lots of people don't. Like, What's wrong with coleslaw? Col- people just hate... Some people hate it. They think... I, I'm often, when I tell people that, they're like, oh, fuck coleslaw. Really? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And I, I will have coleslaw, like, I'd have it with every dinner if I could. Like, you know, I'd have it with anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the M&S coleslaw, and so I'm a coleslaw connoisseur. I've tried the coleslaw from every supermarket and shop, and it's all different. Yeah. It's all different. So, you know, I got quite used to co-op's coleslaw, but it wasn't that as good. You know, the, the Tesco's, like, cheesy coleslaw was yeah. quite good. But the M&S creamy coleslaw was just 10 out of 10, you would not find better coleslaw. So I would go out of my way. Yeah. I would detour whatever I was doing to go to M&S just to buy coleslaw. Um, I remember, do you remember when Sky used to do this thing where if you got a friend or family to sign up to Sky, you'd get like a hundred pound vouchers yeah, for yeah, yeah. shop. Years and years ago, we did that. And we had a hundred pound vouchers for M&S and Jess and I went to M&S and did a full M&S shop. Right. And yeah, and it's like, wow, this is like three times the price of anything anywhere else. But th- everything is better. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no argument. It's not like it's overpriced. No, it's just better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, although I wouldn't call M&S my favourite, I do appreciate that the quality is kind of unmatched. Yeah. Um, but my favourite, without question, is Aldi, which I've said before. You know, I'm when it comes to quality, I'm not that fussy. I just want value for money. Yeah. And this is with everything. Like I got a new phone recently. I went in. I was like, I don't give a shit about the Samsung S22. I just want value for money. I don't need 50 gigabytes of data. I don't want to pay more than £30 a month. You know, that's my yeah. that's how I go to approach things. And it is a cost of living crisis. And Aldi has become the hero of, you know, the nation with supermarkets because generally, generally, you can get anything you need. Like with Aldi, the stuff, their cheap stuff will be better quality than, say, the Tesco value or as the essentials range. Um, it'll be the same price as that stuff, but it's just better. So yeah. we do most of our shopping at Aldi now. We still get a few bits from Tesco's, but... Aldi are really good at, they hopped on like the protein products thing before anybody else, yeah. all the protein yogurts and stuff, they started piling it in there and then I've seen it creep into the other supermarkets now. Um, everything is amazingly priced, they've got everything I need, the middle aisles are just, you know, you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's, I've never bought, like, a pa- I always remember this day, I bought a pack of marshmallows and a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Same aisle, same aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And like, obviously you have you have Lidl as well. Lidl feels a bit like you're on holiday and I'm not, not like, you know, because everything's foreign, <laughs> yeah. uh, which isn't a bad thing. I just want to disclaimer that. But Aldi's very British. It's like the British Lidl. 
<laughs> yeah, and, I can uh, see that. I can see that. It's good, and now with a kid as well, like it's good for a kid because they have they always have the toy like cheap toys and cheap kid mm. stuff. Like it's all new, like every week. Uh, their nappies won awards for the mm-hmm. best nappies as well. Like we tried as the nappies, and they would leak. And um, you know, I wasn't wearing them. Obviously, the kid was. Um, but uh, yeah, the Aldi nappies were. <laughs> Thanks for the, that disclaimer, uh... <laughs> by the way. I think. Yeah. Just, you know, just to make sure were the best. Yeah. Were the... Wipes as well. Like you know, this is another thing you'll understand as a parent. You always need wipes near you now. Everything's cheap. Aldi is the best. One criticism though. This is the trade-off you get with Aldi. As fantastic as they are, you rely on their products. When they sell out of their products, they don't get them back in for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live without the milk that you get or something like that. You know, okay, milk's generally fine, but, you know, I like uh, unsweetened almond milk, right? Yeah. Which in any other shop is like £2.19. In Aldi, it's 87p. I'll buy like four cartons of it. Mm-hmm. When they run out, there's none for three more weeks. You have to wait for a delivery. Yeah. And that's the trade-off. But that aside, Aldi is my num- number one supermarket, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, f- for work and stuff, I've used Aldi quite a lot, especially for um, uh, cooking ingredients and stuff, because like you said, they are the most cost-efficient. Um, yeah. my, my biggest pet peeve of Aldi is solely the, and in no way am I insinuating any sort of OCD about this, but kind of, I can't understand how getting my cotton wool next to my chocolate is is, is bizarre. I just can't, the aisles just throw me. And exactly what you just said is that every, it always seems like every time I do go in there to get some things in particular, they're sold out. It always yeah. seems to be yeah. like that every time, and it's always the most bizarre thing. Like you just said, unsweetened almond milk. Like you know, it's the most yeah. generic things. Like if you want to go in there and buy a packet of cheese and onion crisps, they've always got cheese and onion crisps. Yeah. You know? But yeah. if you want to get anything specific, like if you went to Tesco and thought, right, I need to get this specific thing, they you know it. they would yeah. have it. But with Aldi, you're, you're taking that bit of a risk if that's the better one of the better yeah i guess this is how they justify the prices because they just must you know you think a company like tesco and stuff they're like okay we never want the shelves to be empty so that feeds back into their prices with how often they've got to buy in products and get deliveries whereas audi like oh we don't give a shit if we sell out we'll, we'll place an order if we sell out let's see how we do yeah so it allows them for sort of bigger you know bigger margins and stuff um and obviously they don't uh no Audi I've been to has any self-service checkouts either. Um, so they don't ha- they don't have have anything high tech. It feels like you're in a supermarket from 2001. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. Like just before self-service started to appear. Yeah. Um, they do. You know, they have chip and pin. This, but it feels like oh, do they, do you even take card here? Maybe, but they do. Yeah, they yeah. do take card. Um, but yes, yeah, got to love so, Audi. Um, I know they're in the in the same kind of bracket, and I do I do kind of see where you're getting from the little thing. It does feel like you're on a holiday. You know, you, of course you, it does. you know, you you pop to get a packet of Lay's and a Fanta lemon. You know, it's that type. Yeah. Of, it does have that feel. But I always remember. I wanted to tell this kind of story that I once, uh, when I was about twenty one, twenty two, I went for an apprenticeship with Lidl, which was amazing. Like the the pay, the the hours, etc., were fantastic. Yeah. And I went for a um, an apprenticeship, and I got the apprenticeship. And they said, right. What we want you to do tomorrow is you want you to come in, come in nice and early, and like like they start super early. You're talking like four or five in the morning. <laughs> come come in. Uh, we're gonna get you to do a morning shift, 
uh, we'll tell you what to do, and then we'll see how it goes and, and play it day. So, so I came in and cut a very long story short. As I was talking to colleagues, they said, every day we have someone who's on an apprenticeship. So they come in, do that, and then they get posted elsewhere. It's like, oh, fantastic. So I did, I did the day, and I thought I did an okay job considering it's the first day. And yep. they never, ever called me back. Like, Rubbish, ever yeah. called me back. And, like, as the years have gone by, it's like 12 years ago now, right? And I'm still bitter about it. Yeah. But part of me is thinking, do they employ people on apprenticeships, book them in on the early shift every morning <laughs> for every single day? And just not and pay not them. Pay- like, I didn't get paid yeah. for it. I didn't get paid yeah. for the shift. And then... <laughs> They've just not. They've That's just got they free labour. Yeah, they just put people on trials every morning. <laughs> yeah, when they're understaffed, yeah. <laughs> just do it that way. That wouldn't. That wouldn't surprise me to be honest. Um, I've not been in a little for ages. There is one near here, but yeah, the Aldi. I, where we live here, it's funny. When we moved back from Bristol, it wasn't very built up. Like it's all thrown up since we've moved back. Like there has been, like you know three new housing estates built but there's a new like we live just off an industrial estate and that doesn't really have the stuff that you need but a what would you call like a shopping estate then i suppose where they actually have things like a supermarket like because now this whole area went two areas went up where they added like a co-op papa john's pizza and a fish and chip shop and then the audi supermarket starbucks burger king and greg's are all like within I mean, they were within walking distance of the flat here. It's like it's like a fifteen-minute walk, but it's still walking distance. Um, and everything's appearing, but everything that you know I love, and uh, you know, it's dangerous having a Starbucks just there. But um, yeah, the Audi is 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 fantastic. Yeah, there's um, a there's a there's an Audi um, opening where I work, and it's quite naughty actually. Um, you think as a as a parent yourself, this Audi is right in the middle of a of like a beach fun fair. So you have okay. to walk through the fair. Imagine with your kid <laughs> yeah. now oh, having no, to walk yeah. through the fair to get into Aldi. Yeah. It is naughty. Yeah. I, I think the desert, the idea was to build because this fair has just died death over the years. Yeah, but yeah. I think the idea was to build this Aldi just to see people coming through the coming through the fair and and you know parents being emotionally blackmailed by their children. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, we're keeping with the theme. It's a cost of living crisis. Question number two. Lou, when is the last time you spent money that you knew you were wasting? So, I sat back and thought about this for a while. And I just thought, what date did this podcast first come out? Because <laughs> I think it's every single time I've done Collector's Corner is a point I've gone, wow, I've really wasted money here. Um, but the, there's two major occasions that I thought, why have I done this? Um so for some reason, I'm a naturally lazy person. I'm well aware of that, Same. and I and I know I'm a lazy person, and I have to take steps in my life to avoid myself from being lazy. Yeah, not a bad thing. Um, but I always have this ability in my head to go right. I want to learn new things. I want to learn new things. But you know, the the mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. I the moment I start learning stuff, I'm like, oh, I get really bored. But the biggest one yeah. was one when I decided because I don't have any A levels and I wanted to get one under my under my belt, and the only available course <laughs> oh, was God. was an A level in religious education, <laughs> <laughs> and I studied it for about three weeks, and, and now you're in crippling debt for the rest of your life. <laughs> 
I just went, this is, I'm not enjoying this at all. <laughs> like, not at all. And the, the second one, I thought, right, come on, let's really pick up on a course now. <laughs> um, Why did you choose that? Was you still, like, being a Jehovah's Witness at no, the time? Or no, just... no, it's just something I was being really interested in. And I okay. thought, you know, let's, let's, go, let's go and do this. Um, the second one was during lockdown, I thought everyone around me was doing things, uh, learning new things. Now, I've heard since study-wise that it, it's not a bad thing to not want to do things during that time. You know, you're still in kind of mourning because of the what's going on, etc. Mm-hmm. But I thought, right, I'm going to force myself. So I signed up and paid for a course in sign language, um, which I thought okay. that would be really noble for me to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So lockdown was 2020. Um, now this is for the people who are uh, <laughs> watching. I have my phone in front of me right now. Okay. okay. And in my favourites are BBC Sport, Virgin Media, Sign Language must complete before May 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in my favourites, and if I click it now, I can still do it, and it tries to let me log in. But yeah, was, uh, I thought right. I want to be able to help people, but I thought, yeah, it, that's but just my stupid thing of I want to learn how to do things. Jess calls me faddy quite a lot when it comes to learning things. You know, in sport, I've done refereeing, I've done coaching, I've done anything you can possibly imagine. And it lasts for about a year, and then I just go, I can't bother yeah. doing it for another year. Yeah. No, I'm a bit like that. I do, I. I struggle to finish things and see things see things through sometimes, which is embarrassing. But I mean, that's not a waste of like you say. Uh, you could finish it at some point. I mean, you know, you your answer to this question is quite. Uh, you know, you like say you've had to think about it. I waste money all the fucking time. <laughs> like, I, I've probably wasted money today. Yeah. Um. Like it's. But um, like the sign language thing, uh, so where I work, obviously we have, um, you know, SEN students and stuff like that. Yeah. So And we have students that are hard of hearing. I get sent sign of the day every single day. So I'm actually, you know, I'm getting like a free sign language yeah, course nice. just by being at work, which is quite good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to demonstrate it here on the podcast, but yeah, because I, I don't actively practice it as much as I should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that is a good thing. I wouldn't be too judgmental on yourself about that. Whereas me, like, it is a cost of living crisis. You know, we've taken steps mm-hmm. in the past few months specifically to, we count the pounds now, you know, the pennies as 100%, well. Uh, yeah. Whereas, you know, we're not well off. Uh, I don't mind saying that, you know, m- my wife only works part time. I work full time. You know, we make it work with what we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, our bills get paid, but we generally, we don't live luxuriously. And, uh, but we thought, we thought, right, okay, we need to start, you know, with the bills going up and, you know, energy crisis and all this as well. Yeah. We have to start taking steps to not just wasting money because both of us would hold our hands up and say, you know, that we've uh, spent too long just wasting money and being irresponsible with money. Yeah. Um, you know, it's why it's taken us so long maybe to, to get a house and stuff like that and maybe why our options are limited. But, you know, without going into all that... Um, and so, you know, this is why I mentioned we do shopping at Aldi. Our, our weekly shop is very specifically split between Aldi and Tesco because we sit and add up every single thing we need mm-hmm. and we see what's cheaper. Like, And by doing that weekly shop, you know, yeah. Tesco deliver and I drive to Aldi, which is just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, we save like 35 quid 
40 quid you know every two weeks yeah. and it's like whereas before for the past few years it's like yeah that's just money potentially pissed away so yeah, yeah. and I think about the stuff that I'm buying in the week like how many coffees am I getting out I stop myself from doing this but there are still times and yeah I would say you know the question was specifically when's the last time you spent money that you knew you were wasting and I would just say yesterday at the gym um uh I go to the gym um oh you've never mentioned, mentioned no yeah, you yeah. might um yeah I, I I don't think that's a theme of the podcast you might want to mention it a few more times <laughs> I go um, I go now and again um yeah, and so the gym has a loyalty card. So, you know, the gym has like fridges of drinks and it has protein bars and stuff like that. I buy my energy drinks from the gym and they're about 70p more expensive than the co-op that is next to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the loyalty card is like, you know, fill up the loyalty card and you get one free drink, protein drink or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I cut down on buying my drinks from the gym I, honestly, I would buy three a week. Like so, it's like between two pound and two pound fifty each, depending on what you get. Yeah. And when I think about that now, that that's just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's that? It's like pushing twenty quid a month yeah. on energy drinks, um, which is not only like a waste of money, but uh, like probably not good for my body as well. <laughs> I know. And you and you think as well. We we live in a in a world now, and I'm 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 guilty of this. So I'm not a preaching converted yet, but like. How many times have you seen something where, right, you can either pay £79 a year for this or yeah. like fifteen ninety nine a month and you go, I'd rather go for the fifteen ninety nine a month, you know? <laughs> because we're in this mindset of thinking like, I don't want to sound really boring, but... You know, at two ninety nine, two ninety nine, two ninety nine, two ninety nine, two ninety nine. Eventually, oh, leads that. up, yeah, yeah. leads up yeah. to so much stuff that you just yeah. forget. Like, my parents were the worst with stuff like this. They'd sign up so many things and then go, why am I being charged 50 quid for all this? I'm like, because you've, yeah. you've signed up thinking it's really yeah. cheap. But actually, you know, you, you've ended up paying quite a lot of money because you've mass on, or done it on mass, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely one of those. Well, yeah, I think that's like a really old like sales tactic, isn't it? It tricks people all the time. And uh, But I just need to i got to stop with the energy drinks. Now, I don't drink the sugar ones. I, it's always Monster Zero, usually. Yeah. But yeah, just yesterday at the gym, like I was, my buddy was there at the gym. We were both there. He's, he said, oh, I'm just going to get a drink. And I thought, yeah, great idea. I'll get a drink as well. And I walked over, picked up the can. And as I was paying for it, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Why are you buying another energy drink? Like, all right, it's two quid, but, you know, it's irresponsible. And mm. I just do it. And yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> and then I like hide the can before I come home, so Jess doesn't see it. Um, and you know, I can I can afford to buy the. I'm not gonna. I'm not sacrificing my kids' dinner by buying the energy drink. But it's just stupid. It's just a waste of money. And yeah, money has really been like a been put into perspective this year. Yeah. Um, like I say, we've never been well off, but you know, it's. Uh, you never know what's around the corner. You never know what's around the corner with work, you mm -hmm. know, with this fucking country. Like, who knows? Yeah. And so many people, you know, live month to month and close to the bread line and stuff like that. And I think, why am I just buying and pissing away this stuff, you know? Whereas, you know, you talk about the collector's corner stuff and buying retro things. 
you know, I think there's a fine line. Like, you could say, okay, that's a waste of money. Like, say, like, buying a game. Like, yeah. is that a waste of money? Well, no. If I, if I pay 50 quid for a game and that entertains me for 100 hours, mm-hmm. you know, depend, just irrespective of whether that's a value for money for the yeah. game, that's time maybe, what am I going to do? It's, you know... Am I going to spend that money else? Am I going to go to the pub or something like that, you know, and waste it? To me, I put value in things like buying games and stuff because to me, that's my that's my entertainment. And I get a lot from it. It chills me yeah. out. It uh, keeps me at home, like, you know, with my family and stuff. It's There's a whole conversation there to yeah, be had. Yeah, of course. But, um, so, yeah, I don't really think, you know, again, Jess might disagree buying stuff on eBay. Yeah, it's a fucking waste of money. But, yeah. um you know, and I'm going to pass that stuff down, the retro stuff. And, you know, my goal isn't to sell it. It is to pass it down mm-hmm. um, by these pieces of history. I'm so into the history side now and old yeah. tech and stuff. So, yeah, but the buying things like Monster Energy drinks, I'm just like, you're a mug. Why are you doing this? Why are you buying? At least just buy a multi-pack and save four quid. Oh, that's the know? worst like, bit, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing with if you're buying, like, a chocolate bar. A chocolate bar will literally cost you about... It's nuts now, without turning old again. It's like 85p for a chocolate bar now, right? Yeah. We can yeah. buy a multi-pack for, with four of them for £1.50. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, I just want the one. And you're thinking, no, get the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's hard. And, you know, for the collector's corner stuff, there are there is a lot of things in, in that kind of the things that I've bought that I... If I'm honest, I kind of treasure now. As, as sad as it is, the the, the Anakin yeah, Skywalker yeah. pod racer is something that I've always wanted since yeah. I, you know, when I was a kid. So, um, it, it's definitely it's definitely there. But yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, we're giving ourselves a pass there. That stuff is not a waste of money. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. Or maybe buying an, an Xbox, uh, an Xbox Series X by accident, which uh, I'll tell on another <laughs> on another time. Speaking of which, uh, did you see? I'm sure I posted on the Discord that you could buy a Series S for a hundred and eighty pound. That is, like, that is. Like, crazy. I almost bought. One. I almost <laughs> bought like... one. I almost bought one. I remember sitting here going, "Oh, because there's a." Without going into too much depth with it, you can actually alter the, the Series S. You can play a lot of old video games on you there. Can. Yeah. And yeah. and I thought, no, you have like so much stuff here that can already do that. Why would you do it again? There's so many stuff that I've got here that yeah. I can play old video games on that I'm thinking, oh, yeah, but I want it on this. I'm like, yeah. no, you don't need it on this. I have to say, and I sort of touched on it at the start, I feel like, and I said this to my buddy in the gym as well, that I've seen more better Black Friday deals this year than, than I ever have. Usually I think, oh, that's not great. That's not a great no. saving, but... You know, that one with the controller and the Horizon game for PlayStation as well. It's like a free controller from Argos. Did you do it? Did I you bought buy that, it? yeah. Yeah. So it's, I... it's too hot. It's too good to pass up, really. I didn't even have a PS5. And I was like, <laughs> can I buy it and sell it? I yeah. like, so, so what I did, I bought, I bought two things. And I'm not a big uh, FIFA lover. I'm not a huge FIFA lover. I thought, do you know what? This hmm. year, because it's the World Cup, because whatever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. And I said, yeah. I'm not going to spend a stupid amount of money. I'm just going to get it when it goes down in Black Friday. So there was a deal that you could get um, FIFA and a PlayStation 5 controller for $54.99. Right? And I thought... <laughs> it's, a, it's a free controller. But then I bought... But then, 
talking about wasting money. I then bought Horizon with another PlayStation Five controller. Yeah. But this one was in black, and I thought oh, I like the black one. I really wanted. I, to be <laughs> fair, I really wanted a new controller because yeah, a lot of these PlayStation Five controllers start to drift very early. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. And I thought, well, what am I going to do with this spare controller? So in the end, I managed to sell it for probably yeah. half its price. Yeah, and I yeah. thought some of the deals were just insane. Just insane. Yeah. In the end, I ended up buying two controllers I didn't really need. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like you say, the d- you're never going to get... Because controllers are always expensive as yeah. well. They're always like 50 quid. Um, so yeah, I thought that was an incredible deal. And I, I've, I've mentioned like November and December, like disposable income for me is just it's so low because of the birthdays and yeah. my wife's anniversary and then Christmas. Christmas so yeah. I haven't really, like I really want Sonic Frontiers and that's gone down in the Black Friday I deal. And it, I think it's it's still on sale now. I'm like, can I justify it? Can I justify it? But yeah. I'm just leaving it. Uh, I'm doing some extra work outside of work as well. So hopefully that will help me um, uh, get a bit more money for Christmas and I might treat myself. But yeah. Yeah, there's been loads of insane, insane deals, but that Xbox stuff was awesome, uh, really, really good. Um, yeah, so yeah, but that's not a waste of money. The Black Friday deals, they're good, and this is, you know, I mentioned the Ring doorbell, obviously, and there's still the cameras and things are all in the Black Friday deal, which is where I've been kind of eyeing up what yeah. I'm gonna get. Um, yeah, uh, definitely been a sucker for it this year. Um, right, okay, so question three. Now this is an odd one, but as I mentioned to you, it's sort of, it's, it's both like a psychological thing and like a cost of living. <laughs> it's not to try and like single out, okay, who's the poor bastard or anything like that, because that's not what this is. But do you, question three, do you own any socks with holes in? Okay, no. Um, I'm going to answer on behalf of two people here. Me, yeah. no. Would yeah. drive me nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. Jess, on the other hand, I don't think she owns a pair of socks that doesn't have a hole in there. <laughs> it drives me mental. There's two types of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was having a having a rant the other day. The one thing that makes me truly unhappy. So if I'm going out or going on a night out or whatever, or if I'm going out the door, it doesn't matter what. If I am dressed and I feel comfortable in myself, I then walk into the bathroom and walk on wet floor and have wet yeah. socks. My day is ruined i cannot yeah. handle yeah. wet socks i've gone yeah. to because you know yourself as well with young people if i go out and get absolutely drenched i'm fine if my feet are wet yeah. i am not comfortable i don't know yeah. what it is yeah. about about that but wet socks yeah but no me can't handle it even if my socks are starting to get freed bin <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that. Um, I feel uh, you're psychologically analysing. Which is why I asked this question. uh, Because I, most of my socks have holes in. Okay. Um, (laughs) Now, I went out of my way earlier this year. I made a pact with myself because I knew this is just unacceptable, right? (laughs) I was like, right. Any time now a hole appears in socks, yeah. I'm going to just chuck them out. Yeah. Um, because, it, like you say, it's unacceptable. And, you know, I've got a relatively large sock drawer, diverse sock drawer that right. I have. Um, uh, and recently, like, so my sort of gym reliable socks that I've weared, quite a few pairs have been developing holes. Okay. 
haven't thrown them out because I because I go through that I wash and go through them quite quickly. I haven't thrown them out because I thought I'll go and get some new socks because I can't keep wearing these. Like my heel is basically coming through. It's almost like I'm not wearing socks. Yeah. Um, and I usually get my socks from uh, if we're if we're in a nearby town. We don't have a Primark here. Yeah. But there's a Primark like a few towns across where we'll go and do like sock and underwear shopping and stuff because it's like it's super cheap yeah. in Primark. It's easy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I haven't been there. So the next best place to get socks where I live is Sports Direct, mm-hmm. um, who are often also quite cheap as well. I went in to buy socks and it was like three pairs of socks for £12. And I just thought, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying £12 for... And they're not like, you know... Under Armour socks or anything like that. They're just like Slazenger socks or yeah. something like that. It's the most basic trainer socks going. And Sports Direct are usually good. I get a lot of my gym stuff from there. They have good like multi-buys and stuff. But for some reason, their sock prices are through the roof. And it's never been like this before. So I'm currently like pretty much going to the gym every day with socks with holes in. And I don't know if I'm imagining it, but I just... I can't bring myself to spend that much money on socks. Yeah. Where else can I get socks from? I thought, or oh, maybe I'll look on Amazon. Same sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Socks, for some reason at the moment, are seem to be incredibly expensive. And I don't know what's going on there. So I made a pact with myself to throw out these socks with holes in. And I haven't been able to do it because I can't fucking afford to buy new socks. <laughs> it's not that I can't afford... I don't want to spend this money on something that... You know, nobody ever sees my socks. This is yeah. why, like I said, I don't mind going to Primark for, for stuff. It's just like, it doesn't matter. I don't need luxury socks. Um, and I know it's a bit of a weird thing to get irate about, but I'm now just every day putting these socks on and their holes are getting bigger. And like, when am I going to bite the bullet and yeah. spend nearly 20 quid on six pairs of socks? And it's just like, yeah, to me, it just seems mental. I always remember my grandfather having this, this same issue to the point that he would go to Sports Direct and next time you go into like Sports Direct like pick up on this you'll get this <laughs> he'd be like why would I spend so much money on a pair of Adidas socks when I can actually use the football socks that are left over from last season <laughs> so he'd spend his life putting on football socks <laughs> oh my goodness but I always remember this one and you can you can definitely remember this kit remember the Arsenal kit where they were sponsored by Dreamcast Oh yeah, yeah. So at that time they had Best socks. They ever had that was yeah. Sega was on the uh, was on the away shirt. Yeah. yeah, and at that time they had stripey white and red socks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just remember him wearing them, and I'm going, "You look like a candy cane. Like, why are you? <laughs> why are you dressed like you are?" But he'd spend it like, "I'm Newcastle away today. I'm in a Nottingham <laughs> Forest at home tomorrow," and he'd spend I mean... his life putting on football socks. That's genius, to be fair, yeah, because like you say, it's all discounted, isn't it? And yep. so you get super high-quality socks for really cheap. Yeah. Um, now, I will say, like, I have, like, three pairs of football socks in my drawer that I I don't wear them out, yeah. but I do wear them in the house, like, you know, and especially around winter, I will yeah. put them on. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really, really handy. So, but yeah, I can't wear them... I can't really wear them to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the whole, I, mean, I could, but I wouldn't want to be, you know, I'm pretty sure I'd be judged for it. And the whole wet feet thing, I used to play yeah. football and at half time would change my socks. Yeah. Half time. <laughs> so that's the type of person I am. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, no, no holes in my socks for me. The moment they they even feel slightly frayed, they they go in the bin. But I am yeah. on board with the the cost of socks. <laughs> I probably know the answer to this as well. But do you ever wear odd socks? No. Or, no. <laughs> I think it, do it. I think you really need to sort out your life if you cannot put your <laughs> socks together. If you cannot put your socks together. You're done. I'm sorry. It's the most simplistic thing. Just put your socks out. Put them together. They go in the wash together. They come out of the wash together. Just put them together. Do what? See, it is more of an effort to mix socks that don't match. Oh my god. Yeah. Like they are socks I, I, that like can be slightly close in color. Like I've done that before, and it irritates me. <laughs> but it's just no no excuse. Sorry, I will not take any excuse for odd socks unless you're intentionally doing it. Unless you're I, intentionally doing it, I completely agree. But I still wear odd socks, oh. and I'm talking. I'll have a black one and a white one. Why? On just, Why I would you do that? <laughs> I can't because, like you say, you put them in the machine. They come. I I put my socks in the machine, and only one comes out. Like that's not even. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But then you but mix yeah, it. Yeah, they disappear. You couldn't have picked um, two more generic colours there, white and black, right? Well, it's yeah. If I you do. had, like, my if, socks are generally white, black, and grey. To be fair, like if you had said red and orange, I maybe kind of be on your side. I can see how yeah. you've done that, but it's inexcusable. I'm sorry, right? Never mind Qatar. Never mind the human rights stuff. This is the major issue now, right? We really need to sort this out because it will. It's. I, I, I've had to move up back from my microphone because I'm shouting. I knew. I I knew you would be the 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 you know the the straight edge like Mister yeah. you know no yeah. no I don't yeah. what you're doing going which is why I asked this question like we've never talked about this before no. but I I said to you I know that's a weird question I put in number three but there is a reason for it because I knew the answer before I knew you would say you can dare think of wearing odd socks but like um, I know there is a style that you can mix odd socks and there is a style for that and fantastic. Yeah. You do that, but it's inexcusable to wear one black and one white sock. It is just what they don't even go in the same wash together. They, that's what they, they don't even go. They, I'm throwing things now. I'm throwing things in the room. <laughs> oh I, I, I simply don't. There's no excuse for it. And please yeah. don't at me with pictures of your socks, right? Please don't send me pictures of your socks because I don't need that kind of drama in my life. <laughs> You're not going to be able to sleep at night now knowing that I'm going to the gym tomorrow with two different coloured socks not on even... and one's got holes yes! in as well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, oh, just, my God. Uh, it just, I, can't, I, I just can't understand why people do it. I don't understand it at all. Um, and as I say, it's purely because I'm just tight. I'm looking for. I, it's not that I can't really afford to buy new socks. I just refuse to pay extortionate amounts. Like, like my dad has kind of stopped going into pubs because... He refuses to pay pub prices for like a pint or a, like he yeah. likes my dad likes Scotch whiskey. It's like you want a double Scotch whiskey at six pound fifty in a pub, and he's like, I can buy a quarter of a bottle from Tesco's for that. Like, why would I? Do? And he just yeah. outright refuses. And I think I get some of that, especially and the older I get as well. Now I mentioned the new phone. Yeah, I walk into three, and you know, they want to sell you this, that, and the other. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, this is my budget. Like, give me a phone. And they're just like, you know, yeah. whatever. <sighs> anyway. Uh, right, on from that traumatic experience. Uh, on to <laughs> toxic nostalgia. Toxic nostalgia. Collector's Corner, Collector's Corner has arrived. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, 
Yes, Collector's Corner, we highlight things from our collections, games, yep. toys, books, and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, retro things that we love. Uh, Lou, why don't you take it away? What have you got for Collector's Corner for this episode? Yeah, of course. Uh, so mine kind of... You know when things get released at the time of, of viewing, so like uh, toys or something like that, and then they kind of have a... They re-release them, so they make them look a little bit prettier. Um, yeah. So my what I've got here isn't an original, unfortunately, but it's something when I saw I was like, I have to get these. Um, they are, and you will know this, and excuse what looks like a, a trash pile here. It's not <laughs> I was just going to say, it's is horrific. that the tent you bought from Aldi? That there? is horrific, isn't it? That looks... There's a baby bath there. If you look, there's a baby bath you're just, there. You're having a go at me about odd socks. That is awful. The state of that. But honestly, underneath <laughs> is lovely and tidy. So what I've done is put things on top thinking, this won't show up on camera. <laughs> but it absolutely is. That is awful. Oh my God, that's horrific. Uh, yeah, Patreon, you can see that. <laughs> it looks like an absolute jumble. That looks awful. Anyway, um... So these aren't originals. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh but my God. Uh, they are South Park plushies. Oh shit! I remember these. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got Wendy from uh, South Park. You've got yeah. Butters, yeah. right? But awesome. and the only reason I bought the, this collection. Oh yes. Oh my God! Oh yes, Kenny flipping McCormick. Yeah, this this is a throwback. Now this is a blast from the past. Yeah. Um, do you know what it kept as well? It's the narrow. So at most plushes usually have this going on. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. narrow, uh, the narrow hood. Sort of like well. not made, almost like it's not done as well, yeah. isn't it? Like I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, the best thing about the so South Park plushes when they originally came out is exactly what you've just said: is that they didn't look like the characters, and that's what. No, made that's them it. Y- yeah, yeah. It was because uh, they were flat two D to make three D things of them was weird, and yeah. they looked off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely remember. I'm pretty sure I had a Cartman one. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, I'm. God, it's just taking me back now. Do you remember the key rings as well? Yes. Like everyone yeah. had the key rings. I had a Kenny key ring. Um, that was like you know a vinyl 3D yeah. model. Um, yeah. God, that's amazing. Like where? Did you, so what? Did you bought them online or did you find them in a shop or whatever? So I bought these. Um, someone was selling them on, selling them online. So um, yeah. I paid a grand total of five pound for all three. Amazing! So yeah, yeah. I was like, happy well, days. Um, moment yeah. I saw Kenny, it kind of had to happen uh, with yeah, Kenny, yeah. to be honest. But yeah, it's um, it, it was a bit of an impulse purchase, but I'm really glad. At least you know, if the other two, like one of them, is slightly damaged um, on the yeah. eye, unfortunately, but it's Wendy, no one cares. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I was really, really happy I got these because these are proper old school. You know, um, which is really ironic yeah. now. I've changed my background picture and you can actually see it perfectly. So I didn't have yeah. to show you the, the dump that is this room at the moment. Do you um, know why I think that's showing up? I think Discord thinks it's a person, you know, like, because if you hold up a book or something, it disappears. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, oh, somebody else has joined yeah, true. The, the chat. Yeah, <laughs> somebody else has joined the chat. But like I said, this room is like completely tidy apart from the top layer. Of things yeah. where we've just put things on, but yeah, it looks catastrophic at the moment. But yeah, that's uh, that's my collector's corner. That's fantastic. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm jealous. I would love a few uh, South Park plushies around. I don't know if I've got any South Park memorabilia, which is weird because I've definitely had stuff through my life. Um, might be something lying around. Um, I used to have the the keyring as well. I used to push the stomach and used to say phrases. 
Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used it so often. My, my, I remember my grandparents <clears throat> getting really annoyed. I'd be pushing it like every 10 seconds. The cartman yeah. would end up saying really offensive phrases, but in slow motion because the battery would die. <laughs> and like the people looking, going, and obviously I won't say what he would say, but they'd be like, yeah. going, oh, look at that eight year old. <laughs> Just at his uh, hearings. Right, so over to me, my collector's corner piece. Uh, I'm going to show you one thing here and see if it sparks a memory. Okay. And then I've got something else to follow up with. Okay. So do you recognise this, like one of these? Yeah. Oh, yes. Is that one of those spinning wheels? So I don't know if you can see on the camera there, but it's obviously it's a little film. Film, yeah. There. These are from, well, these go with these bad oh, boys. Oh, of course. Right, okay. So the 3D Viewmaster. The 3D Viewmaster. Which, so this is a piece of plastic with a film strip in. Yeah. For those that don't know, you pop it in, you look through, and you look through here, yep. and I can see, this is a Jurassic Park one. Yep. You can see basically frames from Jurassic Park. This is, this is not new. This is mine mm. from... Really? 1987. Oh, wow. um, this has just been in the family forever it's actually it's been in storage at my mum's she brought it around recently and she was like oh i thought you you know you'd like to have this back and i was just like oh yeah fantastic so it just it sits up there on my shelf yeah uh the kid loves it like anytime he sees it he's just like which is funny because you know with all the modern toys yeah. and his youtube and stuff he loves this shit like you know just holding it up clicking through he'll just keep going through Look, there's a dinosaur. Look, look, there's children. Yeah. Like, you know, he he absolutely loves it. This, I just think, like, the silhouette of this, you know, the shape and the colour of what this is, is so iconic, you know. Um, I didn't know if I said what it was. It's a 3D Viewmaster, for those listening. You know, it's the red binocular-looking thing with a little black le lever on the side. Subscribe to the Two Carrots Patreon to see it in full video glory. And my baby bath. action. Look at that <laughs> action right there. That action shot. Is it is the three D um, worth it? If that makes sense. Well, it's like um, it looks three D. You know, yeah. if you think about, it, it's not like blue and green. It looks like a three D image, but it's obviously it's just a still image. Like the quality is good, and the fact that this is, God knows how long. I mean, well, Jurassic Park is nineteen ninety three. This says nineteen ninety two on it. And it's in perfect condition. Like you can still see every picture. It's quite impressive. But I love this. You, you said yeah. you had that in like the late eighties. You yeah, think of the this is three D TVs died quite quickly. So no, I know. <laughs> um, I got a few facts about this. Okay. Uh, so these have actually been around since the nineteen forties. Uh, they looked kind of similar to this. They were different colours and stuff. They were invented by an American pharmacist and a German organ maker. Uh, in the 1940s, the United States military recognised the potential for using these products for personnel training, and they purchased 100,000 viewers and 6 million reels from the inventors, which basically, you know, wow. set them up forever, and they started releasing different models yeah, yeah. and stuff. Uh, there's 25 viewer models now, thousands of different, like, you know, real, t uh, thousands of different um, types, mm -hmm. and 1.5 billion reels have been produced. Uh, the basic design has remained intact, and internal mechanism has been the same, uh, just changes have been made to the materials to make sure that it all works in every model. And yeah, they they discontinued, or they stopped making them only fairly recently. Like There's some new modern versions of them, which are quite fun. I looked yeah. up and, and saw them, I'd never seen them before. But yeah, this is uh, this is a version from like the 1960s. Okay. So 
I'd, it, this wasn't probably wasn't bought in the 1960s, but I think for a good 20 years, this is what they looked like. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it's just one of those things that I think this has survived, you know, and it will survive. Um, it's never really going to be anything like this. Yeah. You know, this is just one of those fun, random little toys that we had as kids and yeah. that just would blow our minds. But I have a kid now, and it blows his mind. Yeah. Like, it hasn't lost its charm, like, all these years later. And that's the word, it's um, the charm. It's the charm, yeah. the, the, the putting in the disc. You know, I can imagine if they released that again, it would be that style, and you'd put your yeah. phone in it or something, or you'd clip yeah. your phone in it, <laughs> yeah. that would give the effect. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was looking on eBay at the reels, and, you know, there's, you know, any movie stuff that you can think of, there's reels for them. Wow. So I'm going to pick up a few more, because I think it'd be quite nice to maybe get like a nice little display case for it that it can sit in because yeah. it keeps gathering dust at the moment so but yeah that's my collector's corner that. piece the classic 3d Viewmaster. yeah i'm a big fan of that big fan i thought it was one of Sweet. the the wheels you know they they used to use them in a lot of animation and you'd you'd put the the circular reel and spin it round and you'd see the figures moving as as yeah. you would as you would spin it um i thought it was one I of those but one. yeah very yeah. impressive very impressive Right, well, Lou, we've made it. We've come to the end of the episode. Um, we've ranted about human rights. We've talked about supermarkets and socks. And we've done Collector's Corner. Um, yeah, so this, as we said, we wanted this to come out a bit sooner than we had planned. But um, but we've done the episode now. We are going to do a Christmas special as well, which I think at this rate, that'll probably be the next episode we yeah. do. Because yeah, it's in Christmas and it's Christmas in like five days or something stupid like that. In my so, house, uh, it's every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to get my tree up. Yep. I've got to get the wreath on the door. Um, you uh, just jumping back to something we were talking about earlier. Yep. If you've got a ring doorbell, do you have Amazon Alexas or Echoes in your house? Uh, so at we all? we have the Google Assistant stuff. Um, oh, do you, you bastard! Um, but the Google Assistant so, um, doesn't work with any ring doorbells, but the Alexa no. does. No. Yeah. And because this is the thing, like I think I'm in the Alexa ecosystem now because we have. Uh, I, I call them Alexa. They're not called Alexas. They're called Echoes. Alexa is the digital assistant. Yeah. So we have like a tall Echo in the kitchen. I have an Echo Dot here, which is actually not plugged in at the moment. And then now we've got the Echo Show and another Echo Show on the way from my mum and the yeah. Ring Doorbell. And they all talk to each other. And I was I was watching. So early this morning on YouTube, my Sunday uh, Sunday mornings is uh, is Jess's lion, and I get up uh, with the boy early. And usually that means. I'm just bleary-eyed watching YouTube while he's playing. Um, I was watching like tips and tricks and reviews for all these different ecosystems and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. there's a few like the Google one looks quite nice. Like Google have a ring, have a doorbell, yeah, and they, they do, have yeah. other stuff as well. And I thought, oh, that all looks pretty good. But I think I'm invested in the the Ring ecosystem yeah, now, which yeah. um, it, it it seems to get rated high highly. Yeah, so. it's quite funny with the the assistants. You know, I, Jess and I will always. Um, say that we were one of the first people to buy one of the the assistants because i remember mm. purchasing it and we were talking about what someone that listens to your voice and gives you instructions like is... yeah so we called it siri a physical version of siri at the time yeah and i remember all all her family were mocking us for buying it they were going what a stupid idea Q a year later that everyone on the planet has one yeah and i'm sure yeah. we were the first one of the first people ever to buy one because everyone <laughs> mocked us at the time yeah, but trendsetter. That's yeah, you. well, um, always has been really. Yeah, <laughs> we we bought it instead of buying a pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of people. Um, 
Yeah, I we are. I sort of been watching these videos that have seen. I've and what I've seen is how much I'm not taking advantage of the stuff that we have and what they can do. Yeah. So now, as I say, I'm just going to completely smartify my house, yeah. um, which I'm very excited about. I'll probably have updates for that for the Christmas special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll get my tree up, get the wreath up. Uh, we can talk about Christmas. We'll have a drink. Um, and yeah, and between now and then, uh, we will have something out on the Patreon as well. We'll get a Patreon exclusive out for for Walk Different, our number one Patreon subscriber. But please, everybody else come and give us a subscribe obviously you don't have to no pressure the normal episodes will still be coming out as usual um but yeah we are um it is just the first month of patreon so far and we're getting used to it but we're going to be doing our best to get things up there i put the video version of the very first episode we ever did that's on there crazy as well, which I, t- I mean, I don't know what you thought, but I saw it. I'm about, I'm nearly a stone heavier in that footage. And I was just like, uh, you know, I look at it, I'm like, ugh. But then I thought, well, at least I know that, you know, yeah. going to the gym's been paying off. So uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good good evaluation of yourself. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we'll keep the content coming. Come and interact with us on Twitter. Anything else before we go today, Lou? Just change your socks, mate. <laughs> just change your no socks, promises. sort it out. Yeah, no promises. Right, on that bombshell, uh, we'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us today. And yeah, Merry Early Christmas. Be back for the Christmas special very soon. Bye. Bye.